Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie. Eric Siska, what is that movie? Oh my God. Uh, (laughs) It is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen (laughs) finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're going to be talking all about it on December 7th, which is a day that will live in infamy, <laughs> White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're yeah. to the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City. And this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help That's out right. with rent-a-cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal, gang. Only wherever Steve's <laughs> legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train. If you're like you're in the, in the city or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right. The path train's not too far, right? path train's a, a stone's throw away. A stone's throw, folks. Come on out to the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December 7th, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand. And hey, gang, don't forget this Friday, we are at the Jacob Burns Film Center in Pleasantville, New York. That's up in Westchester, just about 45 minutes outside New York City, doing a live riff to Friday the 13th, part eight. Jason takes Manhattan as part of the overnight. Halloween movie marathon. Exactly. And Freddy doesn't enter that movie, thankfully. It's thankfully, a... yeah. This is a Freddy-free Jason movie. The way it's supposed to be. Yeah, I feel it's like, these guys are like oil and water, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Should have mm-hmm. just kept them separate, because they don't mix. No. Yeah, it's like, oh, what do you think? Oh, maybe uh, Dracula hangs out with Frankenstein for the day. What would they talk about? <laughs> No, this movie's Jason on a boat killing a high school class of seniors when they're on their field trip to the Big Apple. Um, a little Easter egg for you Monster Squad fans. I saw that movie for the first time this weekend. Oh, yeah. Did why you, is, did why you... is the Holocaust mentioned? Oh, oh is it? Yeah, like yeah. The, the, the old man that helps them is a Holocaust survivor. I'm like, well, that doesn't fit. You know what? Here's why. Because the 1980s. <laughs> sure. Dude, anything right. goes. You also probably picked up a few uh, new slurs watching that movie. <laughs> Right? Sure did. There's oh, a yeah. couple. There's aye, a couple aye, in that aye. movie. But we're not talking about the Monster Squad this Friday at the Burns. We're talking over 
Jason Takes Manhattan, one of, I think, the absolute worst Friday the 13th sequels, uh, you know, save for things like Freddy vs. Jason, which we're talking about today. So tickets are still available. Visit B-U-R-N-S-F-I-L-M-C-E-N-T-E-R.org for ticket information. And you know what? Bring some friends. Because totally. For two reasons. One, you got a bunch of other cool movies to check out. So even if they don't like, I don't like that fat guy show you listen to. Like, no, 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 no. There's a lot of cool stuff. Also... You can tell jokes too. You know, we 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 encourage other people calling out. You could you could impress all your friends. Now, don't bother your neighbors though, because you don't want to be the person who's hated in the theater. No, 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 no. Well, Reasonably. the thing is, this is like your one chance to be a theater comedian, right? <laughs> but remember, with it. we have the microphones. We are the professionals. So you know, just just know yeah, the limitations. Yeah. You don't want to be hated in a theater. You got to be there all night. It's not exactly Halloween. You don't toss them out like they're candy. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got a good one, you do it. Pick your spots, baby. Exactly right. So on top of us being there with Jason Takes Manhattan, we're screening the new restoration of Sam Raimi's The Evil Dead on DCP. Uh, we're going to have a screening of Goodnight Mommy. We're going to have... Uh, 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 Scream. Oh, and Scream, of course. Mm-hmm. My goodness. The tribute screening to Wes Craven kicking off the entire Halloween marathon. Visit BurnsFilmCenter.org for tickets. It's this Friday night, October the 23rd. We'll see you there, Westchester. Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Sisson. And we hate movies. We all go a little mad sometimes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled one good scare. Huh? Sometimes. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Thank you for tuning in to what is the third week of the 2015 Halloween Spooktacular. And that's right, gang. As is, I think, kind of like tradition now here on the WHM Spooktacular, it's franchise time. And it's, uh, it's a double franchise time. Well, the good thing is it's not a, mo- a franchise without its star. It's right. a franchise with too many stars, really. <laughs> yeah, it's a night of too many stars. <laughs> See, the thing is, someone should have said no. You remember how recently <laughs> McDonald's and uh, Burger King approached McDonald's mm-hmm. like, hey, let's do a collaboration. And Are Mc- you Wait, is that a truth story? I believe it is. And yeah, then is. McDonald's was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will not make out with you. No, McDonald's was, was probably like, they're the ones that put out the gay burger. No thanks, Burger King. <laughs> it was something like a Mick Whopper or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some Whopper. You know, we're going to get letters. Someone's going to complain that I got it wrong. It was probably the, the big whatever. <laughs> it was uh, probably here, the, actually the big whatever. <laughs> <laughs> New burger from McDonald's and its joint partner, Burger King. The Mick Whatever. This is sort of the horror film whatever. Yeah, it is. And let me say right up front, full disclosure to our fans, 
I'm sorry, guys. I saw this twice in theaters. Oof. I owned it on DVD and in a big old collector's edition, like mm-hmm. three disker. And now I own it on Blu-ray because I got that Crystal Lake box set, dude. <laughs> I I have it on Blu-ray too now because of that. I know. It just doesn't it just burn your ass. That's just sitting in your house every day. It's weird that it's part of the the Jason box set because this is not a Jason movie. It's no. a Freddy movie yeah. and like although Freddy only does have one kill, so Jason's doing all the, the grunt work. Right. As I, you'd imagine this like horror relationship would go. Jason is definitely the muscle. Freddy's sure. the brains. By the way, did we mention it's Freddy versus Jason? Sure. I don't know. Whatever. Two thousand and three. You, you saw it when you downloaded it. Yes, two thousand three. Directed by Ronnie Yu. Uh, excuse me. Continue. Got to uh, get the facts out there, Steve. Here's a question. I'll start off. Yeah. Who would you? I mean, it, I think it's an easy one. Who would you rather get killed by, Freddy or Jason? Jason. 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 A thousand yeah. times. Yeah. Jason. It's just so what much. Would quick. I ra- what would I rather watch? Yeah. Jason. Yeah. No, you're totally. What would I, I rather think about? Jason. <laughs> And no, I'll tell you why. Because it's just going to be someone coming up and killing me, and yep. I don't have to hear an annoying joke. <laughs> yeah, you beforehand. know what? I don't need the showboating, buddy. <laughs> you know, just just smash me up and slit me apart. Well, that's what I appreciate too. It's quick. He's just going to come. It's almost yeah. like look, look, look he kind of comes up to you silently. It's like, look, buddy, I don't want to be here. You don't want to be here. I got to do this thing. Yep. It's super quick. I'm not going to make a joke. I'm not going to turn you into a cockroach. I'm not going to do anything <sighs> stupid like that. Right? Yeah. I'm not going to turn into a cockroach to kill you. <laughs> like, it's just, oh, God, this dream stuff. Oof. It's so stupid. And I'll tell you, that's something that, like, really amped up in those sequels. The yeah. friggin' comedy yeah. that this guy's spewing out. The one-liners. Like, you watch that first Wes Craven classic. The one-liners are there-ish, but it's still scary. I mean, by the end of these sequels... Freddy Krueger is an absolute joke, and it's really unfortunate. Like, those first two, and I'll give it three to Dream Warriors also. Yeah. He's still fairly menacing. But, like, by the time you get to this, which is, by the way, the official last appearance of Robert Englund as Freddy Krueger, it's just so insufferable, the one-liners. It's it's a nightmare. It's actually... (laughs) Yeah. Um... This was a uh, uh, a castaway from development hell, right? It yep. made it through. It, and it made it through. I was going to say, this is... I don't remember, Steve, what you said you followed through development hell on an episode. Oh, I forget. It must have it had somebody in a cape in it, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I followed this through development hell. I followed this through fan scripts. I read so many scripts really? for this movie. Dude, the early days of like AOL, the, the, yeah. the horror community on there was ripe. With Freddy versus Jason fan scripts. Let me ask you something about those scripts. Sure. Were they uh, at any point in those? Were they kissing? <laughs> I heard that a lot of these uh, fan scripts they like to kiss. I didn't stumble across any slash scripts, but I'm sure they're out there. Yeah. No, it was always. And here's the thing: it's always this. It starts with two of them because that's like it was all ignited, like we said, by Jason goes to hell when the glove pulled the mask down. Yeah. And then 10 years later, this movie comes out. But in the interim, it was a lot of like, it's the two of them, but then Michael Myers shows Uh. up and Leatherface and Pinhead. And it's just a mad monster party. (laughs) And it's so terrible. All right. uh, Around the horn, who would you rather have sex with? uh, Freddy versus Jason. 
Oh, I don't. I mean, I feel Jason more cushion for the pushing. He's a little. He's definitely quiet. He's the yeah. strong, silent type. But he must. I think he smells worse. He smells yes. like a bog. Yeah. that's a problem That's true. for me. So, well, what would but, you rather fuck a bog or a thing of burnt Chinese spare ribs? <laughs> well, he, also top or bottom, we got to figure well, this. Well, I out. mean, Jason's <laughs> the top for sure. So, Freddie, I, I think Freddie is verse. I'll be honest. <laughs> You can go both ways. Sure. So wait, if I'm a bottom and uh-huh. I pick Jason. Oh yeah. wait, no. If I pick Jason, I'm a bottom. Yeah, sure. And then oh, well, jeez, man. But look at the stature of Jason, though, man. That's got to be a power bottom. If I ever saw one. You're right. I think we can make it work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, all my instinct says no, but I'm going to say Jason again. <laughs> You got to go with your heart with this one, man. Again, it's something where I'd want no talking. I don't need Fred Krueger making jokes through our lovemaking. Yeah. I mean, it's a really I'm bad... I'm glad you're making love to Freddy Krueger, too, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> but here's the problem with this scenario. Uh-huh. He's not Jason... taking the gloves off? Well, no. Jason can't really consent because of his mental oh, issues. Oh, right, yeah. But, and then... I think Freddy Krueger consents too much. <laughs> I don't. That kind of creeps me out even more. Freddy Krueger is an overt rapist in almost all of these movies. That's actually a good place to start. Like actually talk about stuff and not well, gross how about, people out. You're, but you didn't say what you would do. Yeah, we just set it Freddy, up and sneak out the door. Oh, I'm a Jason. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna right, go okay. Jason all the way. I, you know, I don't need the hat. I don't. You know. You know, maybe both of us we could figure that out. <laughs> Dude, do you think that's a thing someone would say to him? Was like, no, no, keep the hat on. <laughs> yeah, Glove, the- please take off. Oh, no, I'm definitely... By the way, Jason better keep that fucking hockey mask on. I'll tell you that much. Oh, I yeah, agree. totally. Yeah. I don't need that shit. Um, <laughs> the- I think we just wrote our own fan script. We did. Yeah, pretty much. Upload it to AOL. <laughs> I think it's Tumblr these days, Eric. Upload we- it to Tumblrs. <laughs> um, here's the question. Yes. Freddie... Was a child molester slash murderer, right? Murderer first, and then possible molester. I don't know wait, where they where that landed. Are you are you wait? So he did it to dead kids. He no. killed the kids. That no, 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 no. So the <laughs> no. No, so then Eric, you were wrong. No. It was a molester. Then no, I'm saying. As far as the movies tell yeah. you, it's he was definitely killing kids. Oh, so he was a prime. Okay, he primarily kills kids. Sometimes he diddles them. Yeah, I don't know where the movies land on molesting, but murder, he's definitely a child murderer. But the weird thing is, so he, here you are, I mean, you, you read stuff about murderers all the time. They always have their types, right? It's like, I, you read stuff about murderers <laughs> all the time. If, yeah, I, me, I guess. I, I don't. Um, everybody, you know, like, you know, everybody does one kind of thing. Right. That, you know, you got your predilections, whatever. Why does he go from little kids to teenagers? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, they always portray him as always killing little, little children. And, like, it's always little girls on jump ropes. And then it's like, well, that's just kind of gross. And, uh, well, <laughs> I think it's because he wants to get Jason involved in this, right? I well, think Martin, Martin Cinemax is like, no, no, you got to bump it up. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I can't show any of that. But showing some naked girls getting killed. It's got to be above board. This is Cinemax. <laughs> we have the FCC to contend with. <laughs> Excuse me. I was thirsty for my own tongue. <laughs> 
what it is initially in like that first movie yeah. is he's he is a child killer, and yep. then the kids that he's killing or trying to kill, like Heather Langenkamp, yep. Johnny Depp, all those characters, they're the children of the people that murdered him. Sure. So he's getting revenge on those people by killing their kids. So it doesn't matter what their age is at that point. It's more of a vengeance no. Game. And 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 then from there, it's like, well, teens. You but know. that's the way, in this movie, it starts off with a really atrocious monologue about how he loves old nightmarish children. And, oh, oh I love the children. And then he, like, hunts 24-year-olds the whole movie. You know well, I mean? to be fair to the film, yeah. I think they're supposed to be, like, 18. But we're, like, bare minimum 25. Yes. It's, it's a 25 and up situation. It's a real Luke Perry s- scenario. A lot know. of these actors voted for Clinton the first time. <laughs> okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some old-ass people playing children of Elm Street in this movie. And just the whole idea of saying Elm Street. And this, I mean, you brought it up a second ago. This whole monologue of just him... It, the premise of this movie, to boil it down, is the people of Elm Street have forgotten about Freddy Krueger, which builds on the whole idea in these sequels of, like, if you ignore him, he just goes away. So this is like, they've completely forgotten about me. How could they do that? I needed to search. I'm going to stop doing it. I, he needed to search the bowels of hell, and he yeah. he runs into Jason. <laughs> of all, of all, it, the, all the gin joints <laughs> in all the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rick's All-American. <laughs> anyway, so also, they go through the entire origin, basically, of yes. Freddy. They, yep. they, they summarize that whole thing. You don't really get that with Jason in this, although I guess Jason's simpler. You definitely do, though, because Lachlan Monroe, like halfway oh, through right. this movie, is like, let me stop everything and tell you kids about the legend of Jason Voorhees. <laughs> and he goes into it, and you're just like, I know. I've been here since the beginning. I've seen all these movies. Yes. Anyone who's watching this piece of shit has seen all of the other pieces of shit. And also, if you're if you're a kid in this world, you know about Jason. Jason Voorhees is like Ted Bundy times ten, right? Like he's been on TV in that last movie we did. Oh, American Crime, whatever. Yeah, he's trust me. Everybody, the FBI took him down six times from Sunday. Yep. Oh yeah, he's like he's like. Folklore. Yes. There's you know probably what I mean? like an episode of Unsolved Mysteries about him. <laughs> because the thing is, like, Freddy Krueger is like just a child killer, and like, there, there are, I hear tell that he comes into people's dreams. But fucking Freddy, uh, Jason is going everywhere. He's, oh, absolutely. He, like, he's tactilely murdering people in the real world. There's pictures of him, like, like Sasquatch. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's hairy old Jason walking nude through the Crystal Lake forest. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's a guy with a suit. You can kind of see the zipper on the back. <laughs> you can see the back of Jason's zipper. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It's like a confer Like, he's a thing. Yes. American mm-hmm. Case File. Wow, I don't need to remember that. That's Ooh. the name of that fake hard copy show in yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jason sh- Goes to Hell. Yeah, oh, sorry, boy. everybody. <laughs> but this movie, I mean, the problem about this movie, too, is like, it should be more. It, it, it doesn't know if it wants to be a real movie or just fan service. And it, I would actually almost prefer it to be more fan service. Like get get John Saxon in there, you know. Sure. Find a way for Kevin Bacon to show up. Like let's put some money in here and move some stuff around. And like 
you know, call back the earlier movies because, yes, it's all horror hounds. That's the only people that are going to show up to see this movie. No one at the box office that opening weekend was like, Say, now what's that picture? Freddy versus Jason. Well, say, mother, that sounds interesting. <laughs> How about a night out at the cinema? <laughs> like, everybody in that theater knows the score, and yes. you're just like, it's honestly so disrespectful because if it's anything you'll say about horror hounds, man, they are a dedicated people. Sure. You know, I know my people. We are a dedicated bunch, and it's insulting to them to go into this movie, and someone spells out. The story of Freddy Krueger in the first three minutes? Wait, hold on a second. These people can be insulted? Because <laughs> to me, it looks like nothing's been working. <laughs> they keep putting movies in their face, insulting them day in, day out. Uh, yeah. Speaking of uh, things that are insulting, let's talk really quickly about the soundtrack to this movie. Oof. Mm. I mean, here's the thing. I think what they're thinking, and I said this to Yesterday, I think, Steve, the idea that the rest of these movies, the music that's in it is music like that the characters would listen to at the time or whatever. Like the music in this movie is like them thinking, well, what do most like stereotypical horror fans listen to? Fucking new metal. Like it's just it's the most garbage new metal you'll ever. I mean, garbage new metal. Yeah, that's, that's an oxymoron. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's just it's this shit movie. Music that takes yeah. you right out of everything. And you know what, dude? Like, let's just... Don't get Il Nino for your movie. Spend some money and get Linkin Park to show up. Exactly well, right. Guys, it was also, what, 2003, Three, which yeah. is unequivocally the worst year in history. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we can all agree, right? I mean, the Iraq war's going on. Right. Everyone's looking weird and gross, and <laughs> they're listening to trash. <laughs> the cl- I mean... That's another thing about this movie. It looks like the early 2000s. The haircuts in this movie, Mm -hmm. which is, for all the men, it's the pushed forward and flipped up wall of hair at the top. Mm -hmm. We're all wearing Gap sweaters that are just a little too big to be sweaters. Mm -hmm. We got like some nice, everything's a little bit ribbed somewhere. Everything's got a rib on it somewhere or another. Yeah, exactly right. So yeah, everybody looks like garbage. It sounds like garbage. You know, and and these opening credits are disgusting. It's just like blood splatter, like paint effects everywhere, spelling out Freddy versus Jason. Well, the problem with this movie is not none of these franchises should have made it to the 2000s. Correct. No no need for them to be brought into the cold light of day. You know what I mean? I I actually read on IMDb that they have uh, that there was a bunch of uh, properties that were going to verse each other if this movie succeeded. Really? Yeah. Uh, Police Academy versus Ghostbusters was going to happen. <laughs> oh! Indiana Jones versus Black Rain. That w- <laughs> uh, Star Trek Four versus Star Trek Six was going to happen. That makes sense. Oh, uh, wow. That You know what? Star Trek Six wins. Oh, guaranteed. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Ordinary People versus A Cry in the Dark. <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons versus Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That I would watch. That one I would actually legitimately Maybe watch. Maybe a sequel to this, uh, Kramer versus Kramer versus Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> uh, because- We're getting divorced. <laughs> I want the kids. And then Jason's just heavy breathing. <laughs> the entire time. Mr. Uh, Voorhees, this is the time for your testimony in the courtroom. <laughs> Permission to treat the witness as hostile. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Voorhees, could you drop your machete, please? (laughs) (laughs) And then then he goes on Arsenio Hall. (laughs) Oh, God, gross. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China versus uh, Sophie's Choice. (laughs) 
Big Trouble in Little China wins. And Amadeus versus Beetlejuice. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's now, really. You'd get me in the theater with that. Oh one. yeah, man, you get to see um... the music alone. Harry Belafonte <laughs> meets uh, Mozart. Yes, and you got uh, you know um, uh, fuck. Uh, Michael Keaton versus. Um, come on, who's uh, oh Jack Tom? Nicholson? Uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Tom, Tom Hulse. Pew- Tom Hulse, yeah, Hulse, whatever. Yeah, and, Mr. Uh, Animal House. F. Murray Abraham in there mixing it up. Dancing with Gina Davis. I'll watch that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, Dancing with Gina Davis would be a good movie title, actually. <laughs> um, so we get this Freddy monologue, and it's just garbage town. And then, so the whole his whole mission is recruit Jason to, I guess, kill a bunch of kids and make them think that Freddy did it so people start thinking about Freddy again. This is an ass-backwards plan, first of all, Freddy. And also, what's stupid about this plan is that, wait a second, an undead being, Jason Voorhees, has dreams, including nightmares. (laughs) Yeah, this we're really taking some leaps with this character. But yeah, the whole thing is, like, he's not dead. They, They pretend that Jason X didn't happen. So it's the well, end of. He, died, he also he didn't get pulled in into hell. Yeah, how far do we have to back this up? So <laughs> three. So we he didn't go to space. To... He didn't get pulled down into hell. He didn't go to Manhattan. He didn't melt in a sewer in Manhattan. <laughs> so it's the end of part seven. He's just been in the lake since part seven when the psychic girl's dead dad pulls him under the water. But he's he's already undead by then, and I am. Um, I think that undead people. They just power down like C three PO. Yeah, until the <laughs> they next don't movie. dream. No, well, he's he's made out of pond scum by this point. Like, there's no organs inside yeah, of there's him. There's mushrooms growing on his brain. <laughs> exactly. Do undead beings dream of electric sheep? Guys, think uh, about good it. Good question. <laughs> <laughs> Philip K. Dick versus Freddy versus. Jason. <laughs> I mean, so it's just, it's total bullshit. And I think because I had to back it up like four movies, I don't know if this is canon. I, well, no Kane Hodder, by the way. Yeah, Kane Hodder told he's not big enough to play Jason in this movie. Screw you, movie producers. That's an insult to Kane Hodder. All right, because they said he was like 6'2", and they wanted someone 6'5", to hulk over uh, Robert England. Yeah, because they wanted it to be like a David versus Goliath thing. How about this? Andrew versus not giving a shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Kane Hodder is the best Jason, man. And also, that's why would you piss off the community that you're trying to service with yep. this movie by bringing in some dude off the street who does a fine enough job? I mean, it's not like, again, this is it's not Solieri. You know what I mean? It's right. not the toughest role. I well, mean, it's also it's a mask. <laughs> you barely see Jason in this movie, though. Like, he does get some killing in, but like. We're still there's just so much either Freddy Krueger farting around yeah, giving his monologues. He's a complete afterthought. Or it's these kids. We're spending a lot of time with these kids doing research at the library. Right. Oh, I'm terrified. They're hanging out in high school the whole time. What the hell is Jason Voorhees doing? I, like, what is he doing? Sharpening his machete? <laughs> yeah, I don't, what does he do during the day? Right. How is he cooling? Where is he cooling his eels? I could use a day in the life of Jason Voorhees movie, like him <laughs> him wandering around the bog. Right? Like, it's just a lot of him ripping the heads off of rabbits. Maybe he's got a nice little uh, apartment in a rooming house, like in The Fugitive. He gets it from some Albanian lady. <laughs> yeah, he's living in her basement. Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, he thinks that the, the that, that that Tommy Lee Jones is out to get him, yep. but he's just going after that Albanian son to haul him off. Oh, oh. 
That was a close one. He, <laughs> he starts working in hospitals and saving <laughs> little kids. I probably killed my wife. <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25. And for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction. I didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time. And the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WHM. This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. Um, we can talk about the kids now. Uh, sure. Monica Kina is our lead. Also named Lori, which fuck you can't do that. Nope. Seriously. Way to make me just sit around thinking about watching Halloween. Stupid movie. Yep. Uh, Monica Kina from Undeclared and almost nothing else. Uh, yeah. I think what she, else has she been in? I, don't, I haven't followed the career of Monica Kina. She went. Uh, she was the mean girl on Dawson's Creek who drowned in a lake, and everyone was still kind of mean to her. Wait, so <laughs> she does she does she become Jason? <laughs> she might become Jason after that. Man, that'd be awesome. 
Just ripping we, Pacey's head off. Yeah, you know what, everybody? By the way, it's 2015. How about a female Jason? Yeah, no, that's actually a good point. Why can't there be a female boogeyman yes. or boogerman or booger woman, I guess I yeah. should say, well, that could go out and murder teenagers? I actually kind of now want to see that. Funny enough, the girl who plays like. The sporty chick with the baseball cap, yeah. some unknown actress. She is the uh, titular. What's her name? Do you know? Catherine. No, I have. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> she plays the titular role in this flick, American Mary, which is it's a woman. Uh, she's like a med studentish kind of a thing, and she's killing people left and right in that movie. Uh, she's also uh, the lead in Ginger Snaps, which is actually a really good movie. That's a werewolf related. Yeah, movie? It's, it, it holds up. It's a it's a it's a cool oh, really? movie. Yeah, and that's set in old time Canada, right? Yeah. Well, no, today Canada. Or two thousand whatever Canada. Any any time in Canada's old time. Well, I think. That, <laughs> well, I think it's. I like, apologize to our Canadian listeners. The trilogy, I which Canada. I haven't seen yet, is well, I've only seen the first one. It's the first one, then it's the second one, and then it's in Ginger Snaps in the old country. That's like, what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, are you serious? They go back in time in that, and it sounds amazing. And that's like old time Canada. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, perfect. Fur I gotta watch these ginger, ginger Snaps movies. You eat enough cookies, you go back in time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I honestly was like. Is that movie about the cookie? Is it like killer cookies? Like that Gary Busey Ginger Dead Man? Oh man, that's a doof. Yeah, those did you watch? Are... Did, did no, anyone I wish. here watch Ginger Dead Man? I've seen one of them, and it's virtually unwatchable. Oh, okay, because that's what I thought it would be, and you've now confirmed <laughs> it. Yeah, don't worry, you don't have to watch the Ginger Dead Man movies. <laughs> so uh, the best death in the movie is the first one you get. Uh, oh yeah, I think so. Uh, is um. Th- the, the sporty girl is having sex with her boyfriend at Monica Kina's house. Who this guy is one of the biggest scumbags in slasher history. Well, he's, it's an abusive relation. This girl's got a, a raw deal this whole movie. By the yeah. way, speaking of raw deal, uh, she actually uh, had a Was big in pro- raw deal with Schwarzenegger? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> well, she had a big problem with Ronnie Yu because she signed, oh, this, yep. she signed the contract. And he's like, by the way, you're going to get naked in this movie, right? And she's like, no, I'm not. And well, because they changed which character she was going to oh, play. Oh, that's right. Because, you know, surprise, surprise, this movie had like 18 drafts of the screenplay. Yeah, and then, of course, it's, it's the most obvious body, body double in the universe. I always hate body doubles because it's like, then why bother? Like, what, 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 why, I mean, why bother? Listen, I don't need nudity in this movie. And also, like, way to Martin Cinemax the third out, Ronnie You Jesus yeah. Christ. Like, your movie's not going to sink or swim by a shower scene that's eight seconds long. The title alone is selling the tickets. Yeah. Exactly. You're, no one saw that trailer and was like, my God, I hope there's bare breasts in this movie. Did, I know the, uh, the Jason movies are rotten with them, but... Is there a lot of nudity in the Nightmare movies, or not that much? Not especially. No, no. It's, it's grosser because Robert England's tongue's everywhere, and everyone's like, you know what? I don't need any nudity. In it's like if you're if that scarred tongue is out, that blouse is buttoned. Let me just. <laughs> I mean, if it's unbuttoned, then you're bumping it up to NC seventeen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you're just seeing gross nipple licks with that dumb uh, movie, gross nipple licks. That's what it would be if Freddy Krueger licked a breast in a movie. It'd be a gross nipple lick. So she's showering <laughs> after sex. Uh, or her body double is, and uh, Jason comes in, stabs the student in the back, and then like folds him up like a like laundry, which is awesome. Oh yeah, this dude just—it's like closing a briefcase, <laughs> and this dude's just like wedged in it, and it's just. It- Oh, it's good. It's kind of a fatality a little bit. It's a total fatality. You know, and here's the thing we can kind of like touch on this a little. 
when they fight each other in this movie, yeah. dude, it is Mortal Kombat fighting. And there's there's a babality. There's a total oh, babality. Yeah, to it, but he does. There's someone turns into a baby. <laughs> From from their magical sorcerer fighting, someone turns into a baby. <laughs> and where's Satan in all of this? Honestly, where is Satan? Like, you know, he close was, that he, gate. He got dropped a couple of drafts back, but believe me, Satan was involved in this movie in one form. <laughs> they were supposed to fight in front of the devil at the end of the movie. Are you oh, serious? Really? Yeah, one of the things was they were supposed to go to hell, and there's a thing, you can't really see it because it's shrouded in darkness, but there's glowing eyes and sort of horns watching them battle in all hell's eternal flame or whatever and it's like it's just rear projection of legend <laughs> I was going to say the only person that could that Freddy and Jason would both respect is Tim, Tim Curry's Curry. devil yeah. yeah yeah that's actually totally true but the thing is the devil has probably got too much uh, important stuff to do because the plot of this is stupid. Oh, Who yeah. cares? Like, the devil's not going to bother with this. You're totally right. Yeah. I have better places to be. But These lock are your also, gates, dude. Don't, don't let your yeah. dogs run all over the earth. <laughs> These are lesser demons. That's you know, true. These are just trash. Now, after... <laughs> I mean, after, Freddy Krueger is a white trash demon. You're right. Oh, he absolutely is. And Jason Voorhees is, too. He's from Backwater, New Jersey. No offense. <laughs> um, but what... What happens immediately after this murder is, so the, the girl comes out of the bathroom, sees what's going on, and starts screaming, runs out the house. And what we're introduced to is like a, a very, uh, like not particularly well calculated shift in tone. Yes. Because it's like, holy fuck, that guy got killed. Yeah. She's terrified. Everybody's screaming. She runs out of the house in the towel. It's like kind of a little party going on, but not really. It's like a, an intimate gathering of people who don't really like each other. And uh, <laughs> they all run out of the house. And there's here's our, our deputy doofus, Lachlan Monroe, rolls down the window. And this woman is screaming her head off. And he just goes, do you kids need assistance? And she's like, what the fuck do you think? And it's like, you know what I don't need? I don't need this much comedy right away. Nope. Like, I just saw this dude get folded up like a clam. Yep. Like, <laughs> let's let that play out a little bit. Instead, we're cracking jokes right away. And it takes you right out of it. Also, what takes you right out of it? Lachlan Munro's frosted tips that he has in this movie. Deputies don't have frosted tips. No, no Almost one would take ever. this dude seriously at the police station. I feel like... Every screen appearance of this fella, he's had frosted tips. I think you're right. At least every memorable <laughs> screen appearance. Um, so the interesting thing is the deputies all start sort of swarm this house. And they're doing a little uh, CSI stuff. And I guess the sheriff is like some sort of warlock or magician because he's in <laughs> league with this. Like everyone knows that Freddy is from hell and he's a mystical being. And the only way to keep the curse alive is to keep his name like under wraps. So like everyone's like, don't say it. Voldemort can't show up if you don't say it. To keep to keep Freddy away. Yes. 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 But like he's some sort of like, it's like he saying... casted a spell. He put like a, 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 a ring of salt around the neighborhood. <laughs> Just to make sure that Freddy can't show up. It's like you can't say Beetlejuice three times. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and like so this other little dude who works for the sheriff's department is like, well, say, Sheriff, don't you think it's it's got to be Fred Krueger? And he's like, don't you dare. And it's like, I work too long and too hard to eradicate the memory of Freddy Krueger from everyone in this town for you to go mucking it up again, deputy idiot. Do you remember that virgin sacrifice we did three years ago? <laughs> Was that for nothing? You gave your sister to that cause. <laughs> How quickly we forget. 
Let's <laughs> cast her into the hell mouth. <laughs> and also something that like is so glossed over, but could have been a really cool, important detail in the movie is I think that that's on the back of the box, by the way. That, oh. that, that, that <laughs> <laughs> is um like Monica Kina's character. This is the, her house that they're at, where this murder happens. This is Nancy's house from Friday yep. or from Nightmare One. Yeah, mm-hmm. like this is the Nightmare House, and it's just this dude's like sheriff. That's the it's a, whatever it is like four seven eight one Elm Street. Remember what happened here, and then never again. Nope. Do they do anything with it? And it's like, do like that's the house. Like we go to Crystal Lake later in the movie, and that's like sort of paid some sort of attention, but not really like. You're using this iconic place? Like, use it in your movie. Do you need me to lend you $3,500 to get Heather Langenkamp in this movie? Do you really need me to do it? Because I could do it. I mean, like, honestly, how expensive is it to get Heather Langenkamp to be like, oh, that's my house? Like, have her be in it. That's kind of something. Exactly. Get Corey fucking Feldman off the goddamn bathroom floor. Get him in this movie. <laughs> then we're having a good time. Apparently, again, one of these drafts, Tommy Jarvis was supposed to be in this movie. Wow. Not, you know, I don't think it ever got to casting, so I don't know if the Feld dog was... Was uh, uh, Roy supposed to be in this movie? <laughs> I think Roy was supposed to make a cameo appearance <laughs> in Jason's Dreams. Actually, um, IMDb listed him as supposed to be played by Jason Bateman, which would have been interesting. Oh, Tommy Jarvis is supposed to be yeah, Jason yeah. Bateman? Yeah, not Roy. <laughs> I would have nobody thought about Roy. <laughs> Roy. And Roy as Tommy Jarvis. I could use, well, I know we were saying no jokey joke, but I could use Bateman as that role. Why not? Yeah, that'd be, it would have been well, something. 2003, so you're shooting this movie in 2002, so Arrested Development was like just about to happen. He was still a nobody then. You could have got him to he do some He was going to Teen Wolf conventions in that, at that point. <laughs> no. Oh, man, that sucked. Oh, how about uh, Teen Wolf versus Freddy versus Freddy? Oh. Oh, yeah. That's how you would get a contemporaneous, like, 80s werewolf involved? Yeah. It would would have to be a teen wolf on the swim team. And, you know, Jason's afraid to go in the water. And they have (laughs) their, like, swimming competitions at Crystal Lake. Obviously. Which, why would you hold it there? Uh, Everyone's (laughs) always stupid in these movies. (laughs) You know why? It, It would be a throwaway line, like, the permit was the cheapest. Yeah. It would like the sheriff would be like, or like the gym coach is like, because the permit costs this much, and he holds up a big O, right? Or like, oh, we have the the way we get to the nationals is we have to beat this uh, New Jersey team, and they're holding (laughs) it at this haunted pond to try to psych us out. (laughs) But you get in there, Wolf. (laughs) Little do they know we got a Teen Wolf on our team, (laughs) so we're not afraid. (laughs) Get in there and dog paddle, boy. Um. So apparently, um, her Monica Kina had a boyfriend who yes. witnessed the death of her mother. Right, uh, and like part of this large conspiracy. I mean, this is like huge. Oh, I think this is going all the way to the top <laughs> it has of to be. Springwood, Illinois. But it's going all the way to the top. Speaking of conspiracies, all like one of the, one of the fathers in this movie to me looked exactly like Alex Jones. <laughs> he kind of did. Right? Oh, the fat guy that gets decapitated? Yeah. yeah, he does look like Alex Jones. He looks just like him. So this conspiracy. Um, apparently him and his buddy were locked up in anyone who knows about Freddy Krueger gets locked up at the, uh, the, the Weston Institute, I yeah, think, or whatever Nightmare it is. Yeah, from Nightmare 3. I yes. think everybody's there and they get Hypnosil, which is also in Nightmare 3 where Correct. it suppresses your dreams. And they've been like living through it their entire, for the past, like, what are X amount of years. Right. And and they, they're not aware of Freddy. Like, they, they, 
Hypnocell makes you not have dreams. So it's like, hey, man, when was the last time you had a nightmare? Like all this stuff that's going on. Yeah. So at the same time, this murder is being reported on TV. Uh, we cut to the, the Weston Institute, and it's, it's uh, 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 Jason Ritter. Jason Ritter. Uh, son of the legendary John Ritter, of Absolutely. course, R.I.P., uh, and then some other guy. Yeah. Um, and it's like, you know, we're doing a little, like, cuckoo's nest for a little bit, and he sees on the TV, like, oh, there was a murder at that famed Freddy Krueger house. <laughs> so long story short, they break out to, like, make their way back to Springwood because he's friends with those people. Also, you know what? You got the, you're going through this mass conspiracy. You're trying to fucking, you know, you're, you're putting people in mental institutions. You're putting oh, yeah. people on the ground. You know what? Condemn that stupid house. Yep. That's the e- that's the cheapest one of them all. I, I like, why isn't it like a flop house or something yes. in this movie? I, that would have been kind of cool. Well, why are you still renting that property? That's what they have in like those Halloween movies is the old Myers house is abandoned. Eventually right. in the later sequels it is fixed up and people move back in. But like, you Which know, for is... the most part, like when a horrible tragedy happens there, you board that shit up. Yeah, you Condemned. Exactly. You don't renovate it instantly and start sleeping in the murder pool. <laughs> I could all right around the horn could you sleep in a house where a horrific famed murder happened depends on how much it cuts down my rent <laughs> <laughs> I would say yes unless it, a supernatural entity was involved in the murder well I feel like you're not getting that detail until you move in though mm. yeah it's well, like yeah there was a murder here by the way it was committed by ghosts Ooh. New versus the entity versus Casper. Oh, a oh. rape ghost versus a, a wise cracking cherub. A what? <laughs> team entity. Team entity. Yeah, the entity is clearly yeah. winning. That Casper movie is, is going down. That movie's uncomfortable. Oh, the Barbara Hershey, the entity. Yeah, yeah, that's hard to watch. It's a good movie, but it's uncomfortable. You know what though? It gets all sciency at the end, yeah. and you can kind of keep that. <laughs> We're gonna flash freeze a ghost or whatever. <laughs> Casper is a bad movie, but it is uncomfortable. (laughs) I do not recommend Casper. (laughs) Previous episode, Casper, by the way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, So, yeah, whatever. Monica Keena's downtown at the police station. She's fallen asleep. Mm -hmm. You know, so we get some Freddy stuff. And what we realize with this Freddy nonsense is he's not quite strong enough yet to do harm to people. And it's like... You you get it from watching what happens. Like he tries to slash at her, and he like goes through her, and nothing happens. He and, he literally says, "Oh, not strong enough yet." Exactly right. Like then it's just like <laughs> you think idiots are watching this movie, New yeah. Line Cinema, because not only is it oh not strong enough yet, then he like goes time to have let Jason have some fun. <laughs> Like oh yeah, it's this, so operatic and he's whatever. Like talking to the camera, like, "Hey, audience, would you like to see Jason kill some people now that I've failed?" Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this movie is a perfect movie for Alzheimer's patients. It keeps telling you what the no, no, no. This is what we're doing. This is exactly yeah. it. Every time, every nine minutes, somebody has to remind you of what the plot is. There is um, there's a lot of bad dialogue in this movie. Oh, really? It's uh, mostly out of the mouth of Kelly Rowlands. I think it's 95 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Kelly Rowlands, we haven't talked about it yet. No, she's one of the friends. And one of the lines she's around this time... one of the time, Destiny's children. Yes, yeah, she was one of Destiny's children. Uh, 
one of the lines she has kind of around this part, like there, it's basically like the morning after the murder, right? So it's like, it's the one murder, but then also like that shitty boyfriend's buddy and his father also get murdered by Jason. Yes, pretty immediately, which is pretty, he wakes up, he, take, he has a nightmare. This is another one of those like, Freddy can't kill him, so Jason better do it. You better get in there, sub in, Jason. I gotta tap out for right now. You better tag me before Macho Man gets all revved up. I know he's down on the on the mat right now, but he looks like he's gaining his wind. Hurry up, Jason. Hogan's running down the ramp, and he's got a chair with him. Oh, ate too much pork. <laughs> Dude, Freddy versus Hulk Hogan. I'd watch that. I bet. Here's the thing. Wrestling fans out there, in the 80s, was there ever a television promotion when one of these Nightmare or Jason sequels came out when they appeared on a wrestling broadcast? I feel like that had to have happened. I could see Jason running around Yeah, Jason, like, choke-slamming somebody. Yeah. If John Stewart was at SummerSlam yeah. or whatever, like Jason Voorhees may have appeared at a wrestling well, event. Well, the the Undertaker was kind of like that. You know, we could have yeah. used the Undertaker could have done a movie where he was killing people. I right? don't know why they did the they did the Kane movie, see no evil, but the Undertaker was due. Yeah and, yeah, and by the way, you're telling me that Kane was a better actor than The Undertaker? <laughs> don't think so. No. I saw See No Evil in theaters. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What's dude. your problem? <laughs> Midnight show. Didn't man. that like Triple H fella do a movie or so? Paul Levesque, I believe. So. Yeah, he's got a movie called The Chaperone, which is like a ripoff of that rock uh, family movie. Yikes. Yeah, nobody cares about Paul Levesque movies. Nobody cared about See No Evil either. That theater was M Tay. It was like me and five dudes in wrestling t shirts. <laughs> Um, I was not wearing a wrestling. <laughs> you sure? My T-shirt was just as tight as theirs, but it was not. Oh, a wrestling so t-shirt. there were six people then. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the dudes break out of uh, the mental institution, and the next day in high school, that they, they start they start spitting up a blue streak about Freddy Krueger's origin, which I've heard at this point. Three whole times. Exactly right. And it's like Kelly Rollins is is uh, like running around. Like it's it's sort of like this the first scene in Scream after Drew Barrymore gets murdered. There's so much Scream like Yes, big time. We're trying to be as snappy as the Scream screenplays. And the score, when it's not new metal, is very, again very scream. It's got the brah, brah. Yeah. yeah, you're you're totally right. I didn't That's even think about uh, that. Yeah. Star Trek, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things she says is like they're trying to blame so basically they're saying like the buddy who died with his dad, like, murdered the other friend in the bed and then went home, killed his dad, and killed himself. Yeah. And she's like, they're trying to pin him on it like it's some sort of Columbine shit. And I'm like, what in the flying fuck is wrong with you, screenplay? Why are we invoking the Columbine massacre in this movie? I'm shocked that we didn't, like, mention 9-11 after that. <laughs> totally. It was it was right there, dude, 2003. This is some Twin Towers shit. <laughs> Slasher movies suffered a real blow at Columbine because everybody realized that dead teenagers aren't hilarious. Right. So it's very important in your slasher movie a couple of years later yep. that you just don't talk about Columbine. Please. Because everyone was like, oh man, that's right. Dead teenagers <laughs> aren't funny. They're kind of like little children, only a little older. Conversely, some people were probably like, well, we gotta say it because it's gonna be on everyone's minds. <laughs> no. It's gonna be on everyone's minds. Yeah. I mean, it's just... 
so stupid and so fucking irresponsible. And it's because there's a much more famous line that we'll get to towards the end of the movie that this movie is remembered for. But this one's kind of forgotten. And I think it's 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 also fucking offensive. Yes. And you're totally right, Steve. Like that shit needs to be as far apart as possible. Yeah, could you, know? you I mean could you? I mean, it's been a it's been a couple of years now. Could you imagine a horror movie being like that's some Sandy Hook shit? That's exactly. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. And you're just leaving it in this movie, and she just passes it off like it's supposed to be a joke. Like, also, she's definitely saying it in the tone like it's a joke. Oh no, yeah, it's, it's, it's a pop reference. Yeah, and you're like, wow, like pop, wow, pop up video. <laughs> boop, boop. Yeah, Columbine like, was a tragedy a few years ago. <laughs> It's just, it's so, it stops the movie, and you're like, all right, Kelly Rollins, thanks for being here. Yeah. Ugh. And <laughs> it's bo- that's the most bone-chilling part of the movie. Kelly Rollins, I guess, wants to get a nose job in this movie for some reason. They make that her character thing. Sure, why not? She is a nightmare. Again, Freddy still isn't strong enough yet, <laughs> and he, but he, he's strong enough to make a really bad pun where he rips her nose off, and he goes, got your nose! Oh, and I just roll my eyes over and over. And it's also, that's a, a, indicative of why this movie looks weird in the cold light of 2003. CGI nose rip, and I don't need it. <laughs> yep. Let's get some puppets on there. Let's rip a nose off this lady. And let me and let me tell you, <laughs> there is a lot of CGI kills in this movie, yep. and they stick out like sore ass thumbs. It all looks terrible. Every last bit of computer nonsense in this movie looks like complete garbage. And you know, you can't erase that. George Lucas isn't coming back in and fiddling with this movie. I would love. I mean, the concept got ran into the ground, but if you did a, a a, a right now period piece, Freddy versus Jason, by the guy who did the guest. Now we're hanging Ooh. out and we're having a good time. Yeah, like yeah. we've kind of posited this before. Like I wanted like a just straight eighties throwback Friday the Thirteenth directed by Ty West. Yeah, like, it, anything like that. Like that's what needs to happen because. I'm sorry, these movies, it's not just the 2000s, because we proved it with Jason Goes to Hell. The 90s didn't work with these movies either. No. You know, like, uh, uh, what is it? New Nightmare gets away with being in the 90s, because that's like, this is coming out into the reality, so we're not trying to yeah. make the same exact feeling It's a meta movie. movie, yeah. It still sucks, but yeah. Yeah, but like, just this kind of movie making it needs to look grainy and shitty and it needs to be in the 1980s yep it just has to and that's that's where i think you will see your most success from any of these reboots that we try to do with these franchises set it in the 80s make it as 80s as possible go all out like that ty west movie the house of the devil isn't tied to any franchise but the fact that he did that you could argue it's gimmicky but also like it's awesome, and that movie's like totally watchable because of that. It's a great movie, but it's also you need someone with capable hands like that Ty, too. Ty West is a very talented guy. You get yeah. you get someone else trying to make the '80s slasher. It might look like not another teen movie. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. And also, like because we're talking about like you need somebody who knows what they're doing. Stay out of horror movies, Michael Bay. That'd and your nice. fucking Platinum Dunes production company. That's who did that 2009 Friday. They did all those new Texas right. Chainsaws. What is it? I, uh, didn't they share a director too, maybe? Marcus Nispel? Nispel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, like people who, who direct perfume commercials for a living <laughs> have no business yeah. in the genre to begin with. You're totally right, man. 
Um, so I don't even know. Uh, Jason Ritter meets up with her and he's like, hey, this is what's going on. He tells everybody who can listen about Freddy Krueger. Well, this Freddy, friend, they, I would love oh. it if they cut to Freddy Krueger in hell just jerking off. <laughs> oh, they're remembering. They're starting to remember. I can't wait to turn into a bug and then a lobster and then a big building. Oh, man, I'm going to wear a Superman cape. It's going to get fucking stupid in here in 10 minutes. <laughs> You still killing, Jason? <laughs> still doing my bidding? I got a lot of great ideas about things to turn into. Man, I, I'm like the genie from Aladdin, but worse. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's hard to do. <laughs> but the thing about this hallway scene, too, is like... Monica Keena's trying to explain because she's like, I can't remember his name and this, that, the other thing. And it's just like, this dude is like, oh, you, he finishes the theme, the yeah. theme song, the one, two, Freddy's coming for you, whatever. And he's like, uh, three, uh, you know, five, six, whatever, yeah. never, whatever it is, yeah. never sleep again. And he's like, oh, sound familiar? Then did this happen? Then did this? And he's like screaming at this girl in the hallway. And Jason Ritter's like, dude. We escaped from a <laughs> mental institution six hours ago. Pipe down. And they, it turns out, like, they, you know, Monica Kina and uh, Jason Ritter used to date, and yeah. that's the whole thing, and whatever. So. Young, tortured romance. I mean... But uh, while, we're, while we're holding off on the terror, why don't we <laughs> see a couple of losers planning a big old cornfield rave, and we're just getting ready for this party, and then we're going to go to this party, sure. and the nerd Linderman is going to be there? Oh, man, Linderman's <laughs> going to be there! And poor Linderman, man. Well, the, best, the thing about Linderman is he gets like beat up on the on his way to the party, and <laughs> it's very much dazed and confused. Where to the point where I kind of want Jason to show up, but dazed and confused, like, "Hey, Jason, party at the Moon Tower." <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jason, I saw you take down them three boys. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Thing I love about Crystal Lake. I get older, the kids stay the same age. I want to see Ben Affleck chasing Jason, trying to give him a paddling on the behind. <laughs> He's just covered in blood instead of white paint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that that's a movie that I'd like to see. Parker to Posey see. and uh, that dude from Rent, Anthony Rapp, is just <laughs> like, they're standing in the back silently judging all of Jason's activities in a sarcastic fashion. You know, I think Linklater could do a good slasher. Yeah. Dude, a Richard Linklater horror movie? Yeah. I would love that. That's like two of my favorite things combined. He gets uh, Wiley Wiggins right at the sinus when he keeps grabbing it. It's just like Jason just puts his knife through it. <laughs> oh, God, that would be great. <laughs> Oh, but instead, Freddy versus Jason. So we got this cornfield party. And we totally steal from Scream. Uh, there's this, like, Jason Muse stand-in that nobody wanted and nobody cared for. Oh, and all of a sudden, free, this... Freeberg? Freeberg. I thought they were yelling Freebird the whole time. <laughs> and this guy... Talk about the character nobody asked for and totally overstays his welcome. Yep. And it had been, like... Oh, pathetically, just a few months since I had watched this movie last. Because sure. when I got the box out, I watched all of them. So I'm watching it last night, and I'm like, oh, that stoner guy is really annoying. Good thing I don't have to put up with him for too long. What's that? He's around for 45 minutes of this movie? Yep. He's like a third-tier character, this Friedberg. 
he makes some offhand remark on uh, the girl whose boyfriend got folded up like a sandwich. Yeah. Uh, and she goes, nice job, idiot, which is totally the line. Like, he even says, like, gutted from stem to sternum or whatever the hell that line is. Oh, right. It's very scream. And she runs off and her she falls asleep. She passes out drunk because she's an alcoholic or whatever. Yes. And her boyfriend kind of leads her, who's, her dead boyfriend leads her into the cornfield because it's really Freddy. Right. And it turns into a Freddy nightmare, and she goes in the whole fucking boiler room thing. And and while she's doing the whole boiler room thing, by the way, because this is what I want in my <laughs> slasher film, this gross rave kid like kind of starts date raping. He for real starts date raping her. He's like yeah. licking her and shit while she's like passed out. Like this poor girl is dealing with like Freddy Krueger in the boiler room underworld, and then is also like got this scumbag on top of her. And noted uh, feminist Jason will not have it dude <laughs> this is actually kind of the only time computer graphics pay off in this movie because he just fucking boots this kid and it's like a football man this guy goes flying down the cornfield never seen again it's kind of amazing yeah it was pretty good and jace freddie's about to kill her in her and he's got this whole boiler room set. oh it's so awesome i've got this girl in a boiler room i love boiler rooms and right he's like, he's like <laughs> sideshow bobbing it up <laughs> yes going his whole spiel and it's too late because she yeah. gets murdered and like leaves the dream and he goes no oh man and then and so then this is what's really really stupid is after that happens he realized what's going on and it's like oh jason killed her well now i'm mad at jason <laughs> and you're like oh this is why it's versus because he gets pissed off that like he fucking cock blocked him from killing this chick in her dreams. Well, this is, great. This is where you get Satan involved. He's keeping track of who's getting the most souls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Better pick up the pace, Freddy. Jason's winning. Well, not... he's not playing fair, Lord and Master. It's well... hell. There is no fair. <laughs> Kills or kills. This is um, one of my favorite parts of the movie is when Jason gets on fire and he's just walking through this cornfield. Yes. Yeah. And it's so, yeah, so he then stumbles upon a fat guy and like a jock doofus who are like smoking weed or no, they're like drinking, they're Everclear. chugging a, ch yeah, a pitcher of Everclear. And this fat guy's got some funny lines here. He's like, this Everclear is kicking my ass, which... I get a legitimate laugh every time. I don't know why. That guy saw Josh Gad in a lot of casting couches and went, fuck. And now he sees Josh Gad in everything and he's like, fuck. So this, you know, they're there and then like Jason comes up and they start making fun of him as if he's a hillbilly. And they're like, well, get out of here, Jethro, and find a pig to fuck. And, and it's like, it's one of those things where I've seen it a thousand times as someone comes across Jason in the woods, makes fun of him because they presume he's some sort of swamp rat. And then they're instantly murdered. He's still built like Andre the Giant. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm sorry. In the night, you come across a gigantic, <laughs> giant person in, in a, a mask. mask. Yeah. yeah That's I'm not, unsettling. I'm not talking shit. I'm taking shits in my pants. I walk outside at night. I think no one's around. And, oh, oh it's just an 85-year-old man walking his dog. Yeah. I get afraid. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. get unsettled. Mm -hmm. <laughs> A giant man in a mask. Oh, yeah. No, I'm shitting myself tonight. So this is, it's it's another really lame CGI thing. He kills the jock guy, and the fat guy starts running. And it's pretty funny because Jason's just like, I can walk all night, fat guy. And, <laughs> and this dude's trying to, like, chug it through the cornfield. And then he runs out to the party like, there's a murderous hillbilly. And here comes, like, 
machete cam. We're throwing the CGI machete and it goes through this fat guy and he falls down dead and whatever. And like at this point, they've already lit him on fire. Yeah. Like the fat guy lights him on fire. Yeah, yeah. He's actually pretty quick to react. Like he breaks the neck of the other guy and he's like, you killed my friend. Well, all right, I got this stick here and I'm going to pour some Everclear on it, <laughs> set it on fire. And then I'm going to set you on fire. And so then, yeah, Jason's running around. He's totally on fire. It's the only time I I can remember that Jason's ever, like, taken on a group like this yeah, and he's... is just going to town on these people. Right, yeah. Not bad. This movie's terrible, but this scene, not bad. You know what's a bad idea is when you're fleeing the scene of such a heinous crime. Yeah. And, you know, Freeberg and all our <laughs> Scooby-Doo pals <laughs> get in the van. Sure. Don't smoke weed right after this. No, it's a harrowing yep. experience. You got to have your senses clear. Totally. And I love They're a just... tall glass of water as much as the next guy, but this is nor the, neither the time nor the place. Yeah, you can't hotbox a van after you saw Jason Voorhees kill a bunch of people. <laughs> no, dude, you need to be on your game. Yeah, and now you know you know there's another boogerman out there too. <laughs> there's at least two boogermen. Yeah, you come on, you got to focus. <laughs> I mean, they try and get to the other guy that went to the mental institution. Jason actually, or, I'm sorry, Freddie actually achieves in killing him because he got strong enough, I guess. Oh, finally, I'm rock hard and I can kill this boy. Jason got me enough power-ups that now I'm strong. Tag me in, Jason. I'm going after Sting. <laughs> the Hardy Boys are going down tonight. <laughs> Doink the Clown. <laughs> this movie could use Doink the Clown. Oh, sure. Why not? Come on. I got to go after both members of the Legion of Doom. Oh, no. Now Doink is tagging in it. <laughs> <laughs> what was the actual name of that clown? It? Oh, uh, Pennywise. Pennywise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> tagging in it. <laughs> we know who it is. And then, I know. And then it tags in them. <laughs> Now there's giant ants roaming Ohio. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck ever? We figure like everyone start. Uh, I think this is when Lachlan Monroe shows up. They they get they form a little club and they're all gonna hang out and talk about it. And everyone's like, Freddy, 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 Freddy. And then Lachlan Monroe's like, I think we have a Jason Voorhees copycat killer. Because Lachlan Monroe has gone to the chief. And the chief, like Lachlan, I guess is his character is new to town, yep. so he hasn't been let in on the whole Fred Krueger nonsense. So he's like, say, chief slash lead warlock, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> pardon me, yeah. uh, chief slash dude from Halloween three. Yes, uh, and you know he's just like, oh, I'm not going to tell you again. You shut the fuck up about this. And so like Lachlan's ass is really burned. So I don't understand how he makes this connection though. And this is just it's a shitty movie and a bad script. But it's like. All of a sudden, he just walks into this house. Yes. And they're like, how did you find us? And he's like, well, the Scooby van parked out front gave it away. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's just a van. <laughs> like, you, you're like, oh, there's a van. People inside must be talking about Jason <laughs> Voorhees. What connection is that shit? Nope. Yeah. Not, none whatsoever. But so they're sitting around this table. They're all, like, theorizing about, like, what's going on? And this is where... And I don't know where this came up. It's somewhere in We Hate Movies history. This line has been talked about before. It's the worst line in any movie ever. Take it away, Steve. Uh, it's Monica Kina. She's in the back. Everyone's like, oh, blah, 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 Freddy, Jason, blah, blah. It's like, wait a minute. Freddy died by fire, Jason by water. How can we use that? Clunk. <laughs> and it comes to nothing because they don't use it. No one even hears her say it. She's ignored. 
they're I guess they're elemental spirits, yeah. right? Like No, they're not. Oh, okay. No, it's just <laughs> garbage talk. It's just smelly, it's, hot New York City garbage talk. All it is doing is is kind of setting up like later when Freddie uses water against Jason. Right. Which and I think is also kind of bullshit. It's that bullshit. Dude, He's fucking walking through that lake all the time. <laughs> Inclu- including and up to the end of this movie. <laughs> But somehow he sees this waterfall and he's like, nope, won't go chasing that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You know, that song's about AIDS, you know. (laughs) Way to bring down the room, Jason. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Then um, the plan is they're going to go. They figure out what Hypnosil is six times over. And they're like, let's go to the let's go all the way back to the, the mental institution and go get some. They do. Freddy gains control of Jason Mew's stand-in by, like, some sort of... Oh, I, finally I get to turn into a fun little slug monster. Jesus, oh. tap-dancing Christ. It's not a slug monster. It's a caterpillar because we're just doing uh, Alice in Wonderland because yes. this dude loves smoking weed. It's exactly Alice in Wonderland. But he's somehow, like, in the dream of this stoner, and I guess what he falls asleep from smoking weed, like, I don't know. And sure. he's walking around, and, like, the caterpillar goes inside this kid's mouth yep. in the dream. Mm-hmm. So that means on the outside, Freddy's possessed his body, and he's making the kid dump all the hypnosil down the sink so the question kids can't mark. get it. Yeah, big old question mark. There's, You know what, Eric? There's some plot holes in this movie. <laughs> well, the Ooh. problem with Jason versus Freddy is Jason is really well-defined. I mean, aside from how he can keep coming back, but who cares? Right. But... Freddie, like, it's just like whatever he feels like doing that week, he yeah, can do it. He's throwing <laughs> Superman cellophane S's at everybody. <laughs> whatever he feels like, including, yeah, possessing this kid somehow, whatever. Um, and then, like, you know, he, he destroys all the hypnosilves, so that was a waste of time. Yeah. And, uh, except for the ones that he injects into Jason. Oh, no, that, that's like a paralytic that they get from oh, there. It's like a pink whatever. Right. It's something that makes I him think it's dream. the pink slime from Ghostbusters, <laughs> too. <laughs> the food medicine. <laughs> oh, ooh, Vigo versus Freddy versus Jason. Oh, oh man. Actually, a, a solid, like, Vigo v. Jason. Yeah. That's what you want. Just two big old muscle men going at man, it. Man, the Scourge of Moldavia versus the, uh, the Terror at Crystal Lake. I love <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Lachlan Monroe bites it uh, in no hilarious, holds, no holds barred style by getting electrocuted. <laughs> Just totally zapped. While Jason's machete is stuck in a control panel, sure. and he's getting zapped, and Jason, you know, Just Daisy him. chains him and starts zapping him. Did somebody say Daisy chain? <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's like, all right, this whole trip was for nothing. Um, the kid, uh, via Freddy, sacrifices himself by putting Jason out with this paralytic, and then I can, I can go inside of his dreams. And this is the first of many, finally, Freddy versus Jason, which ultimately ends up to be fucking Tom and Jerry fights. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not, neither of them have any biology or have any kind of... There's no damage. It doesn't matter. They keep just dropping anvils on each other mm-hmm. for the last and you, hour. You never, fighting. you never see the adults that live in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're totally fighting on the board game mousetrap. Yes. Is what's happening. <laughs> but, yeah, so Freddy realizes, like, if he wants to get his kill count up in the eyes of his Lord Satan, he's got to get Jason to pass out so he can kill Jason yeah. in his dreams and then continue the madness. 
But so yeah, this kid who like injects Jason via being possessed by Freddy gets cut in half with a machete. It's a pretty good takedown, although still a computer takedown. Mm-hmm. Just cut a dummy in half. It's right there, please. And some plan that the idiots plan uh, make up is like, okay, Freddy's after us because we all live on Elm Street. Jason really doesn't have anything to do with us, so let's drive him back to Crystal Lake, nine states away. Yeah, yep. nine state. What is this? Ohio? Ohio. It's, it's less than I, nine. I thought Springwood is in Illinois. I think it's Ohio. No, is it Ohio? Is, is, is Ohio? Uh, oh, Halloween takes place. So it's in, uh, it's not insane. It's far, but it's not insanely. It's like far. a fifteen-hour drive. I feel like it's kind of a good idea. What the bad idea? Is sitting in the back of a van with him. Tie him to the roof. Tie him to the roof. Thank <laughs> yes. you. Well, they have to keep injecting him with that paralytic for whatever reason. Lin- Linderman's there, like you know, we're running out of this smooth slime. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, "Shut up, Linderman!" Oh my god, I hate the moments in this where Jason is like dreaming and it's just his body, and then all of a sudden it's like. Oh man, he's drowning, and it's just water coming out of his mouth. Oh, it's mouth. disgusting. Yeah, and it's so. So this is where we get our. We're driving to Crystal Lake, and yeah, we're doing a fifteen-hour drive in fifteen minutes. Yes, whatever. And so while this is happening, so you got Jason Ritter's driving the car, Linderman's in the back seat administering the paralytic, and Kelly Rollins is there to entertain us all. I wish it was like a road movie where they had to keep stopping off at different motels and like, oh, this is my friend. He's totally wasted. We're going to leave him <laughs> in the trunk. Don't Dude, worry. I'd love it if they stopped off at, at like a truck stop and they decided to give up on the whole plan and they do uh, uh, the end of five easy pieces and the, Jason <laughs> goes to the bathroom at the truck stop and everybody just gets in like the cab of a truck and just drives off like Nicholson <laughs> or just put him on a plane to Bangkok like just literally <laughs> you're like, China's <laughs> problem now <laughs> that's like that Jim Jarmish movie where they get on the plane to Hungary oh yeah oh which one is that Hungary 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 uh, yeah. stranger than paradise yeah maybe? oh yeah and by the way I meant Thailand it's Thailand's problem now Bangkok Thailand. Exactly. Just put him there. Freddy Krueger could follow him, too. I'm sure Freddy Krueger would love it in Thailand. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> this, is a, this is a great point. Oh, my God. It's like Christmas every day. It's what like... an industry. <laughs> you're Sorry. right. You're right. But it's like how Nevada gets rid of their homeless population. Put them on a bus to San Francisco. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just get Jason bus fare. And so the whole thing is... Here's the plan. We got to get to Crystal Lake for vague reasons. Uh, Jason's home turf. Yeah, Monica Keene is like, oh, we'll give Jason home field advantage. I don't know. She, fuck it. she a, literally. Hey, fuck it. It's a movie, guys. I, Let's I, go. I think it's like we get him there. Yeah. And then, you know, we can go back to Ohio and he's not going to follow us because he's back. Well, because the whole thing is on top of driving all the way to Crystal Lake, Monica Keene is going to go under. Uh, and find Freddy in the dream world and take him out. Sure. Because she realizes back in that basement, because she falls asleep at one yeah. point, and she rips Freddy's ear off and takes it back out into the dream, uh, the real world, which we all know can happen because we've seen other Nightmare on Elm Street Because movies. anything can happen because it's Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. Well, th- this actually does happen in quite a few movies. The hat comes back in the first one, for example. But so they're like, okay, I'll go in there. I'll give him a big old bear hug. You wake me up, and then we'll make him fight Jason in the real world where Jason has home field advantage on Crystal Lake. 
So that's that's what we're doing. Oh, don't don't go to sleep. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Dude, imagine a big Freddy claw just burst out of my chest while recording this podcast. I would be uh, well. No, I'm not. I wouldn't be okay with it. I'm it sorry. would at least be more entertaining than Freddy versus Jason. Um, or we hate movies. <laughs> so yeah, to your point, Eric, this is when they're fighting in a in a, in a basement, and Freddy like cuts open a water main. And Jason's like, Hamana, 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 I can't move through this for some reason, Hamana, Hamana. All of a sudden, it's kryptonite, which makes zero sense. And then Freddy's like, say, that's funny. And then, like, makes water go all the way around him. Like, Jason Voorhees will walk through that. I'm sorry. He's worked in the rain before. We've seen it. (laughs) He's had no problem with boats. Like, he's always... If anything, he's an aquatic monster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, drat, it's raining outside. Well, looks like work's canceled for this evening. <laughs> I'll sit in my cabin and fuck my mother's skull till morning. <laughs> those two... Oh, man, those rowdy kids are really rubbing it in my face by having a party right outside my cabin. <laughs> Skinny dipping in the rain? Well, that's obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when these kids used to have class. This is ridiculous. Come on, mother. Let's watch the weather channel. Nothing. <laughs> it stops raining. Counting uh, the minutes till it stops. <laughs> also, is this the scene? Is it not where he uh, plays Jason like a fucking pinball machine? Whiff. That scene sucks. Oh yeah, and you you know, dude, it was those extreme screenwriters from Butterfly Effect that was like, oh, wait a second, dude, I got it. He's playing him like a pinball machine. Oh man, <laughs> bravo, Dexter. Hey man, why don't we write me in the movie? Um, <laughs> how about Freeberg? <laughs> you know. Uh, it's like Freebird. Dude, you're not Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that scene happens. And so then, but like Jason's waking up and, well, he's not waking up. He's being murdered because this is where we get the Jason flashback and we're at Crystal Lake in the 50s and these kids are making fun of him. I mean, it's the thing you've seen a thousand times. The best thing is uh, one of the drafts of this script uh, from the ages had Freddie as a camp counselor oh, at yep. Crystal Lake and molested Jason. Yep, because that's... and thanks for cutting that out. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are ways to connect characters, <laughs> and there are ways to not correct ca- connect characters. Freddy begins the molestation of Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Seriously? Just like, well, what if he fucked him? What? <laughs> like, how much are you getting paid to write this screenplay, and your idea was, what if he fucked him? Well, Fuck you, whoever came up with that. And now that I'm done being a camp counselor, I guess I'll be a janitor a few states over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, he had to cheese it because the fuzz was on to him. Oh, yeah, from he, all the fucking. The he- <laughs> oh, no, it'll be great. We'll get guest director, the guy who directed Mysterious Skin. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Yeah, no. what a Bad I I mean, there are bad ideas. Yeah. Like killer workout in general is a bad idea. Sure. But this is a bad idea. Well, because they never say that Freddy's a child molester because it's too gross. You know right, what I mean? Yeah, like they exactly. never He's explicitly just a killer. say that. Yeah. He just is a killer. I and really it's like, look at these beautiful children. No, yeah, you get the vibe. You know what's going on. But that's the thing. We know what's going on. Yeah, we don't want it to be like, hey Jason, come to the woodshed with me. <laughs> And then it's like, you know, a challenged boy screaming. And then this in this fight where he's 
dumping the water all around him is when we get the babality where Jason turns into a baby. Right, right, yeah. And uh, he takes off the mask and he's, you know, got his weird head. And he's just screaming and Freddy's laughing. And then it's like he's trying to drown him in the lake in the dream. And then this is where in the van, Jason, the adult monster, starts like choking on water. And Kelly Rollins is this close away from giving mouth-to-mouth to to a monster. Why would you give him mouth-to-mouth? Electricity doesn't stop him. Bullets don't stop him. He's not going to drown. Yeah, that's exactly, because the whole water thing is bullshit. But they just want to keep Jason alive because Jason is better to have around than Freddy. Because, you know, Jason, you can go to sleep. (laughs) <laughs> That's true. You know, I mean, exactly. he might murder you, but you can go to you sleep. You ditch him back in Jersey and get the hell out of there before he comes to. It's like uh, it follows, right? You got to yeah, just drive really far and leave him. Yeah. That's another thing. The last person who fucked the it follows person. Yep. Get him on a boat back to Bangkok. No, yeah. the move is in it follows. You go. You, you've got the it follows. You fly to fucking. Las Vegas, where prostitution is legal. Oh, yep. You have sex. You give that woman. You're not a jerk. You give that woman. You're like, hey, you go to Japan. You know what I mean? Like, really do it up. Oh, yeah. I mean, you'll drop four grand, but you'll do yeah. all right. Get someone who's involved in the sex tourism industry. Yes. It's a billion-dollar field. They'll figure it out. Keep that demon busy for all time. And then what you do is you get somebody who's got cancer, right? And you have <laughs> sex with him. And you're like, hey, look. You ever thought about being an astronaut? He's like, why, yes, I did. And then he goes <laughs> ah. in a space shuttle to the moon and dies. But then if that person dies, it reverts back, though. That's oh, that's thing. right. No, yeah, yeah you need some sorry. Although I do like the idea of launching someone into space for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't do that in America anymore unless you sleep with Richard Branson. <laughs> yeah, and now yeah, that's, true. that's a perfect guy to give the It's Follow Demon. Yeah, team, exactly. Right? Oh, yeah. Let him. Let him. <laughs> He's got enough STDs. He won't even notice. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> He's just like, oh, what? Another one of those? Oh, another <laughs> sex demon trying to kill me. Well, get in line, sex demon. <laughs> I'll just go to my sex island, my <laughs> private island. <laughs> trying to find me there, sex demon. And it's just a bunch of it follows running around like it's, it's like, a living. It's like, like they're all circling the island. Yes. Come on, It Follows. Let's play a game of Where's Waldo? <laughs> oh, It Follows? That Follows? He Follows? She Follows? All the demons are after me. <laughs> Look out for Donkey Follows. That's a tough one. This is like a like a sexual horror Dr. Seuss story. <laughs> <laughs> Which I always thought would be a good idea. I think it would be a great idea. One fish, two fish, red fish, nude fish. Yeah, I yeah. can see that happening. So anyway, we're on the road to Crystal Lake, and this big fucking monster wakes up. And the van the, crashes. This is a severe car accident, by the way, and they get out like it's totally fine. They're like Sam Jackson in Unbreakable, Although, or Bruce Willis in Unbreakable, rather. Immediately afterwards, Linderman falls, gets thrown into a... Just like an exposed stick or whatever and gets killed on that. Oh, yeah. So, we, I mean, we get to Camp Crystal Lake. We run there. And they see, like, Jason, like, gets up and, you know, runs away or whatever. And they're, they're at the campgrounds and they're in a cabin. And they see Jason just walking around like home sweet home, you know. And they're waiting for Monica Kena to wake up. And they can't, they can't shake her away because yeah. she's stuck in the dream. Because she's, like, drugged out or whatnot. This is when we also get, like, some dream incest, which I don't need in any movie. Like, even though it's fake dream incest. Oh, with the friend, dad? And he's, like, yeah. making out with her. And it just grosses oh, me Oh, my out. sweet little girl. Like, and I'm no. like, I just, I don't 
need it. No. There's enough going on. Yep. I don't need this dad tongue kissing his daughter. You're not edgy. By the way, wake up. You're not edgy. You this play- movie's not edgy. Oh man, what what if we have like the father trying to fuck the you know? <laughs> but he's Freddy Krueger, so it's cool. Oh, and I, I like where this is going. Oh man, we can get away with that. Also, I happen to have Il Nino's number on my phone. They're going to do the whole soundtrack. Dude, dude, yeah, call him. <laughs> Jeff, that's a great idea. Let's put on some Il Nino right now. My pants are big enough to keep six CDs in my, in my jeans. So here you go. <laughs> the next morning they wake up and be like, Wait, wait, what? Who we? <laughs> we? We signed a contract for this guy to do this music? I thought we were just joking around. Il Nino, you were serious? <laughs> Slash, you know them? Also, I'm cutting this molestation scene with Freddy Versus. Oh, man, that's like the whole theme, brother. <laughs> that brought the whole thing together. So, whatever, man. Jason breaks into this cabin. Cue the new metal. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Like, when we're getting revved up for a good old Mortal Kombat WWF monster fight, it's always... Like, grind that fucking guitar, because it's on now. Tune your guitar to low C, brother, and just go for it. Wail, man. Drop it down, dude. Jason kicks the door in. Everybody theoretically goes wild in the audience. Freddy shows up, and now they're fighting in the real world. And if you die in the real world, you die for real, I guess. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And they fight on some construction. I don't know what kind of construction they're doing on Crystal Lake. They're making a a bomb factory, apparently. (laughs) There's there's a sign very briefly, and I've seen this movie like five times, but I just noticed it last night where it's like, Coming soon, Crystal Lake, outdoor, whatever the fuck. It's like always some stupid sap land developer buys up the property and is going to do something with it. Also featured in uh, the novel I have, the Friday the 13th, Hate Kill Repeat, where Jason is stalking some evil Crystal Lake land developers. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, honestly, (laughs) I mean, that's a bad deal to get, like. What, what, wow, this price is so great for this Crystal Lake. There's a lake involved? Come Man, and wait, you're telling me I'm <laughs> buying a whole town for $50,000? Like, I know we've been mentioning Scooby-Doo a few times, but, like, you could almost, like, pull off the Jason mask, and it's the land developer. Yes. Oh, my God, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Just to drive down the prices. It's, oh, $50,000. Is that too high? We can go lower. <laughs> By this whole town for a song. And this is when we get really Tom and Jerry, because, like, Freddy is just throwing all sorts of, like, <sighs> what, rebar at him and all well, sorts of... He also, like, notices in the one part if he cuts the top off the, the, the whatever they are, oxygen tanks that are there for yeah. some reason on this construction sure, why site. Not? Like, he can launch them like torpedoes, in which he says, load the torpedoes... <sighs> And he's firing these things at Jason. Jason gets hit with it like a cartoon and flies through the air. This is really just construction versus Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Because it's the real world, so Freddy doesn't have... That's what's weird, is in the real world, Jason has supernatural powers. Yes. Freddy does not. 
He's supposed to just be a person. A burned so, man with a hand. Yeah, so he's <laughs> like... He's just instantly in pain. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I never understood, because those wounds aren't healed. Get me Solacane. Get me lots and lots of Solacane. <laughs> oh my God, this is torture. <laughs> oh, this is what I've been doing to people. Oh, I'm so sorry. Jason, please, just put the machete on my... Just go, go for it. Yeah, just go to town and kill me. I'll I go mean, to hell. I'll, I'll figure things out there. It's I got, the, I got a, a standing poker game with Hitler. <laughs> me, Hitler, JFK, we're all good card buddies. I mean, why would Freddy be afraid of the big sleep? No, exactly. <laughs> he wouldn't. He's been there before, man. Or uh, he's a child killer, but he's uh, pretty good at poker. We got a, we got a child killer. We got a lady killer, and we got a. Well, I'll keep that down on the down low. <laughs> got a, got a uh, everybody killer. Hey, uh, Walt Disney, want to sit down? Freddy's back. It's his coming out party. <laughs> Here, uh, hey, Mother Teresa, I know you're uh, cheating. Uh, so, by the way, the last 30 minutes of this movie is nothing but the two of them wrestle fighting. Because that's, I mean, I, this is the fan service part of it, it's I guess. It's just like throwing Freddy into windows and who, yeah. who cares? And it, it's not what I came to either of these franchises for, which is kids getting cut up and fucking. And yeah. none of that's happening. No, but instead, this is, we're at now what is, without a doubt, the lowest point of this movie which is uh, Ms. Destiny's child herself just using a gay slur toward Freddy Krueger. And, like, supposedly the line is improvised. And, and the like, screenwriters came out and they're like, we did not write that. And a lot of people, like, on the, on the cast was like, that's not cool. It's just astounding to me because it's like, cut it out. Unless... You did the same take 50 times, and she kept doing it. Prove me wrong, but I don't think that word shows up in any of the earlier movies of either franchise in the 80s. I don't entirely know that that's true. I mean, it's the 80s, so, Right, you know. but I think the, these, both of these franchises were a little more tasteful than Monster Squad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's very yeah. true. You're totally right. And, and we're not Bill talking and about Ted's excellent adventure. Dude, in both of those movies, it hits like a fucking thud there, too. And it hits like a thud here. And this is 2003 we're talking about. And she just out and says it. And you're just like, well, it is the worst year ever. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about we're, we're, we're having a monster fight. It's fine. Then it turns into Eddie Murphy's Raw all of a sudden. And I'm like, I don't need that shit. Tell me something. What kind of faggot runs around in a. Christmas sweater. I don't need track two of Eddie Murphy <laughs> Raw, okay? That's the one that everybody skips nowadays. Yes. You know? I, could, I could go for Raw versus Freddy versus Jason. Oh, man. That's, <laughs> he's wearing that leather suit? Yeah, yeah dude, he's suit. impenetrable to Freddy's blades. <laughs> Alternatively, Meteor Man versus Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> Get James Earl Jones in there beating the shit out of people. I like it. Um, yeah, it just, it hits like such a thud. It takes you right out of the movie. And it's like, why? Cut that shit out. Tell Cut it to, out of your movie. Do it some other way. Like, it doesn't need to happen. It's not funny. It, that's the thing. It's supposed, again, like like her Columbine line, it's supposed to hit like a joke. Right, because she's right, making yeah. funny. Oh, you're wearing your Christmas sweater, you know, and then you're like, uh. To be fair, uh, though, Freddie was a little racist to her in the beginning. He's like, how sweet. 
dark. That's his worst line. This is her worst line. At and least he's the villain, I'll say that. Like, but also, racism versus homophobia coming this fall. <laughs> seriously, but you're just... Also, Freddie, like, you've definitely taken down people of all races <laughs> yes, before. Exactly. It's not the first time you've seen a black person. No. I remember specifically you had a field day with Larry Fishburne in Dream Warriors. I'm pretty sure you died in the 20th century. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... It's so unforgivable that yes. it's left in this movie, and it's it does nothing. It's nope. it's not like it's a movie about a serial killer going after homophobes. <laughs> like if you're killing the family from American History X, sure, I get it. <laughs> yes. Throw all of those things at Freddy Krueger. Oh man, the dad from Boy Meets World gets it after saying the N word <laughs> for no reason. Oh man, Daniel Vineyard versus Freddy. Versus oh Jason. man, that would be something. <laughs> Freddy gets curbed. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, you'd put those dumbass sharp teeth of his onto the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, once he comes into the real world, I don't know. I don't know if he I don't know if Freddie's gonna win against <laughs> this jacked Ed Norton skinhead. <laughs> he was really tough in that movie. He he's was toughest. He's never been that tough before or since. And Elliot Gould uses this opportunity that he's now <laughs> he's now being totally uh distracted. He can finally date Beverly D'Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> now that the uh, the boys and the monsters are fighting, maybe we could go get uh, get get some ice cream. Beverly, I'm gonna need twelve guys. <laughs> oh, Ocean's Eleven versus Freddy versus Jason. There it is. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know that Chinese acrobat's gonna be kicking some ass in that movie, and they're gonna have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, George <laughs> Clooney can dress up nice, somehow schmooze his way to get. All the townsfolk out of there <laughs> so they can have a clean fight. Oh, and it's I all going to it. be at Andy Garcia's casino. And he's like, you did it again, Ocean's Eleven. And then Scott Kahn <laughs> gets cut in half. That'd be fun. I'm, oh, yeah. Oh, what's his name? Don, uh, Don Cheadle just knocks Jason over with that horrendous accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be cool. I'd watch that movie. I don't know. The end of this movie happens. Uh, it just the happens world's biggest nothing. bomb explodes because, again, this is going to be a fireworks factory. <laughs> And somehow both Jason Ritter and Monica Kina survived this, which I don't know. It's the old jump in the water. And it's one of the, it's a classic um we have two really good zingers for Monica Kina to say to Jason to Freddie before she kills him, so we might as well use them both. Because at first she goes, Hey Freddie, go to hell and then like uh, does something. Yeah. And then everybody falls down like a wrestling match and like catches their breath for five minutes. Oh yeah. You gotta wait to hear it from the crowd until <laughs> yeah. you can stand back up. And Freddie pops up out of the water and she's got and uh he gets impaled with his own hand by Jason. Right. And she goes, Welcome to my world, bitch! Which is a refrain of what he said. Right, because he's calling everybody bitch in this movie. He's like, fucking Jesse Pinkman. Everybody's <laughs> a bitch in this movie. But I will say one thing. I mean, this movie looks like shit, sounds like shit, written like shit, acted like shit, directed like shit. I will say the shot of Freddy jumping out of Crystal Lake and he's like kind of hanging in the air like a Mortal Kombat character. It's a little Dragon Ball Z for me, but... I'm totally cool with it. I think it's a pretty neat looking shot. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Looking. It's like the red tint all over. Yeah. I mean, yeah, someone's about to hadouken somebody in the <laughs> yes. background, I, I feel. <laughs> but you might as well, you know, you <laughs> yeah. might as well introduce Ryu and whatever oh, else. Oh, man, Piccolo versus Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
you could throw anything you want in this. Dragon sure. Ball Z, Street Fighter. <laughs> get some Pokemon um, in there, fucking shit up. Get a Charmander why, after Freddy. Well, yeah. Why is there not a ghost in this? Oh, good call. <laughs> How about a vampire? Mm-hmm. A vampire. Oh, even yeah, get a vampire. Not just a vampire. <laughs> get yourself an old world vampire to fucking from Carl Theodore Dreyer's vampire to figure it out. Yeah, it'd be great if they, he tried to kill uh, the girl from Ginger Snaps and she turned to a fucking werewolf. Now where are you, Jason? Yeah. <laughs> now you got a big fat Canadian werewolf coming at you. Oh man, and she's just hungry kind of for your syrupy for, blood. Yeah, and just a metaphor for menstruation. It's fucked up. <laughs> I mean, so, and then here is the final question for this movie, right? Like, how do we end Freddy versus Jason? Who's going to win? <sighs> now, here's the thing. The answer is you do what Clue did, and you have a bunch of endings. Yes. That's not what they did. They decided to, like, just... Or this happened. <laughs> Dude, if Tim Curry's running around explaining what, who actually won the fight... Tim Curry as the legend devil. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Running around as Tim Curry in Clue. As the... Oh, man. That's awesome. Well, it's no, because it's Satan, and you yeah. realize the whole movie was Satan telling a story to all his minions. <laughs> and he's just like, and then Freddy comes, and he's like running around. Freddy and Jason are just his meat puppets. Yeah. He's been oh, banging around. God, that would be great. Instead, it's, yeah, so like, Freddy gets his arm shoved through. At one point, Jason rips the arm yeah. off. Then he finds it again and shoves it through. And here's the thing that they do in this movie is really annoying, is they try to like, make you feel for Jason as, like, the boy who was picked on and murdered. He's the good guy. Yeah, like, the end of the movie is, like, Jason is sinking down into the water. Monica Kina is looking at him longingly, like, shut up. He's not Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. He's a fucking murderer that's killed hundreds of teenagers at this point. Get out of here, Jason! Don't you see we don't want you anymore? (laughs) Jason just walking through the Seattle suburbs alone. Oh man, I'm gonna shed a tear actually. About that. <laughs> it's so sad. No, well, she's it's killed beca- hundreds of teenagers. Hundreds. But it's all because she saw the dumb flashback in the dream sequence. She feels bad for him. You gotta understand that Jason's dead. This is a monster. I mean, it's a mad monster. <laughs> but to be fair, he's a lot less rapey than Freddy, and yeah. everyone prefers him to Freddy. He's all business. That's yeah, why. Exactly. He doesn't say shit. He's not trying to make you laugh before he kills you. That's the other thing. His tongue Who- is guarded by a fucking hockey mask, as it should be. Yeah. Who are those jokes for, by the way? Freddy, right? Yeah. It's he's not trying him. to make you laugh before he murders you, right? Maybe it's Satan. Maybe he's, he's got like he's <laughs> got he's. It's always like it's kind of Clarissa explains it all with. <laughs> With Satan watching it. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what this is. Oh, hey, Jason. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Freddy's nerdy redheaded brother, Chucky. (laughs) Yes. Sure, why not? Well, that's a good point. The Chucky movies, they kind of laid the path for this, right? Because it was like... Slashes in the 2000s. Because they were also garbage. And they made money, though. I mean, that was the thing. Yeah, yeah no, it's... it's The Bride of Chucky horse shit that no one should ever watch. Yeah, I, I haven't seen any of those latter Chuckster movies. No. And I'm fine with it. Hey, believe me, guys, I'm fine with it. Um, so, yeah, that's the end of the movie. And it's like, we cut to... What's actually another kind of good shot in the movie is like the next morning, Crystal Lake, like the fogs rolling across the water. Kind of reminiscent of like Evil Dead, like those shots of the lake at the beginning of Evil yeah. Dead. And it's just yeah. kind of this nice shot. But then we cut to, you know, 
And it's like oh, Jason. We're the El, El Nino. Yeah, and Jason's walking out, and you're like, oh, Jason lived, man. And then he's holding Freddy's head, and Freddy, you know, winks. And it's well, cause <laughs> you, you almost thought you watched a movie, but then he had to wink and remind you you didn't watch a movie at all. And right. all that says is we can't make decisions as storytellers, and we're just a bunch of pussy money-grabbing filmmakers. Speaking of Evil Dead, do you guys know about that? There's a comic series yeah. with Ash. After this movie, yeah, they brought Ash into I, it. I do not need the. That's a like. These two worlds coming together suck enough. Yes. I, I I I I love Evil Dead. Keep it out of. Don't this. sully another franchise. I enjoy watching films from. You yes. know what I mean? By just cramming this shit together. You know, and like, there's all sorts of people that do it. There's the comics. There's fucking fan films out I there mean, where all the, these monsters yeah. come together. I guess there's precedence for the Ash thing because the Necronomicon was in the background yeah. of one of the Jasons. Well, I mean, but like, yeah. who cares? I mean, <laughs> it was just a thing. It's just a thing, yeah. indeed. There's precedence, you know. You know, so and so meets the Wolfman. That's the idea. Like uh, all the Universal stuff. Yeah. yeah. Where's Abbott and Costello? Oh in my this God! Stuff? I wish. <laughs> I w- or that the it's like Sean Hayes and who uh, whatever the hell the rest of the bad three stooges are. Oh geez, Sean Hayes, uh, the dude who Will Sasso, Will Sasso, and oh, the guy, man. the the Greek guy who's on season two of uh, Silicon Valley. Yeah, nobody cared. I can't think of his name. He's amazing on Silicon Valley. Yeah, it's a great show. Yeah, it's a great show. But, but yeah, uh, man. I hate myself that I don't totally despise that Farrelly Brothers Three Stooges movie. Yeah, but get should. them, get them wandering around. Yeah, Crystal Lake. Oh yeah, these contemporary Three Stooges. That would be kind of funny. Mm-hmm. All right. Would anybody recommend this? No, I mean, uh, it's just watch any of the other movies. Any, any of, of them? Almost any of them. Are, Even are Jason Takes Manhattan. It's they're separate corners. You two, honestly, like yes, they're two, and that's the thing is that. The mood of each movie is totally different. Even with their bad sequels, the mood is totally different. And trying to cram them together is like trying to listen to, you know, Corn and Stone Temple Pilots at the same time. Yeah, that's a bad mixtape. Yes, it is. It's a mixtape nobody wants to listen to. I'm actually going to say, why not? Oh. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, complete com- com- complete the series is, I mean, this is stupid. This is. I kind of agree with your idea of it's not canon. Right. It's just like a fan film. Right. But it's a multi-million dollar fan film. Which and I'm not saying it's a good movie. I'm not saying it's so bad it's good either, but it's sort of like a watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I just got to look at this watch it for a minute. I kind of agree with you. It is a curiosity. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen it, you know, maybe for our younger listeners out there who you know, we're five in 2003 or something. I don't know. But like, or probably born. I think a lot of young people that, who were just born yeah, listen to the show. Right. Yeah. Uh, either way, like, if you haven't seen the movie, you know, I mean, if you're a completist for this horror stuff, like, I think you should see it because it's an example of why we shouldn't do things like this. See, <laughs> see also those right. AVP movies. Oh, because that's another Lord. piece of shit idea that yeah. spawned two piece of shit ideas. How that got a sequel and this didn't. I don't know. I mean, this this wasn't a super smash, but it made money. It's weird. I just, well, I think that they decided reboots were the way to go, and they just decided to make that gross Jackie Earl Hurley movie. And that's right, that's you know. a bad movie. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't a super smash, but was it a graveyard smash? <laughs> 
That's Freddy vs. Jason from 2003, directed by Ronnie Yu. If you want to get a hold of us and find out more information about our fine program, check out our website, whmpodcast.com, or find us over on the Sideshow Network, which is, of course, sideshownetwork.tv. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at whmpodcast. Where do you stand with all this horror franchise monster mash business. You know what? I'm going to put out a poll. Who would you rather have sex with, Freddy versus Jason? There you go. And why? Don't just answer. I want complete sentences. Well, yeah, you, you'll, we'll do a poll, but you got you to gotta comment on it on the inside yeah, there. exactly the, right. Paint us a picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a gross one, please. <laughs> right into the mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Be sure to catch us this Friday night at the Jacob Burns Film Center. That's October 23rd for the overnight Halloween marathon where we will watch a bunch of movies but also riff on Friday the 13th, 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. Eric, are you going to wear your uh, your uh, paraphernalia there? Oh, boy, which which one? He's talking about yeah. your Jason mask. Oh, oh no, I was thinking of your T-shirt there. You got that cool cam- – or your sweater, the Camp Crystal Lake T-shirt. Oh, you know sweater? what? May- maybe I'll wear it all. You got to come out and see what I'm wearing, you know? it's There's going to be a red carpet pre-show. <laughs> yes, there'll <laughs> be a step and repeat where Eric will be taking <laughs> pictures in front of. <laughs> if you haven't picked up your pass yet, gang, visit BurnsFilmCenter.org for ticket information. That is this Friday, October the 23rd. You don't want to miss it. Now, clue for next week's episode, which is indeed – the final episode of the 2015 Halloween Spooktacular, Steve Sadak. The longest running joke in show history, which we have not done an episode. Ooh, the longest running joke in show history that we have not done an episode on yet. Which fits in the Spooktacular mode. Oh, which also fits yeah. in the Spooktacular yeah, sure. mode. So, so there you go. By the way, for some people that have been guessing episodes uh, for this past month that aren't horror episodes... Pay attention, gang. What are you doing? It's spooktacular. You gotta guess horror movies. So next week, a long-running joke. The longest running about a film we have not yet addressed on the program. Until then, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Zeta. Eric Siska. Take it easy. Wait a minute. Freddy died by fire. Jason by water. How can we use that?